Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about the live action reimagining of The Little Mermaid. So 1989 the original film came out, classic Disney movie, love it. Uh, now they've decided to remake it in live action form as they have been doing with most of their films. Uh, we've had The Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Mulan, I completely forgot about Mulan to be honest. Uh, it did get released at a bad time, granted, but it wasn't a good movie. Uh, we've had Aladdin, we've had uh, Cinderella, The Jungle Book, you know, there's been a few. And we're going to get Moana for some reason. <laughs> who asked for that? Anyway, who asked for this? That's what I want to know. Look, I don't think there's anything wrong with the original. I think the original is fantastic. Right, I remember watching it many times as a child. I even watched The Little Mermaid 2 quite a lot as a kid. Who remembers that, <laughs> honestly? Um, but yeah, The Little Mermaid is a classic. You know, Ursula and Ariel and the King Triton, whatever. It's fun, right? It's a good movie, and it's an hour and 23 minutes. It's an easy watch. Honestly, upon re-watching just before this new one, I'd forgotten how easy it is to actually watch that original film. I think, sure, the animation is looking a little bit dated because it was 1989, okay? It was a long time ago. But I think they did a great job to harness such a, a meaningful and impactful story told in quite a short amount of time, relatively speaking. It was a good runtime for families. Okay, if you've got small children, I can guarantee they would much rather watch an hour and 23 minute animated movie compared to a two hours and 15 minute long live action reimagining of the film. Now, I think the main thing that people were talking about for years now, I think the casting of Ariel got announced in, I want to say July? 2019 so almost four years ago when it was announced that Halle Bailey was going to be not Halle Berry okay everybody's going to get confused Halle Bailey is going to be playing Ariel now this was a shock right everybody was like oh no I'm going to lose my rag because a mermaid a fictional character isn't white anymore okay it doesn't matter it doesn't matter that she's black now I think she's great I think Halle Bailey at the center of it she is very very good okay she can sing she is a fantastic singer incredible voice it makes sense why she was cast in the role, because for those that don't know the story, I'll give it a brief rundown. Ariel is a mermaid, obviously, and she wants to explore the surface world. Right? She falls in love with the prince, she wants to go out and live her life above the water. And she makes a trade with Ursula, the sea witch, not to be confused with a sea bitch. She makes a trade that if she gives Ursula her voice and her mermaid powers almost, then she will gain legs. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty much it, okay, it's just a solid trade, you know, I'll give you my voice. <laughs> I'll give you my voice if you give me legs, alright? I would much prefer to have a mermaid fin, to be perfectly honest. I don't know why, if she's got a foot fetish or something, if she wants that, you know, fine. Maybe the guy does, <laughs> maybe the guy does. Maybe Prince Eric does, maybe he's like, I don't want you with a fin, I want your feet. <laughs> anyway, the Little Mermaid, the new one. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is playing Ursula this time round, and to be honest, I had my reservations, but I actually thought she was pretty good. She can sing, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Obviously, it's not the same, but I, I was, I was, yeah, I was very apprehensive because if you've seen the original, I'm just going to mention the finale, okay? The big final act, like almost a, it's a, it's pretty much an action sequence. And you know, it, it looks great when it's inanimated. So I was wondering before watching this new one, how are they going to replicate that? Because it's one thing having so much freedom with animation, but it's another thing trying to make something as live action as possible with these photorealistic fish and animals and mermaid creatures and squids, you know, because that's what Ursula is. She's got tentacles. 
And I was thinking, how are they going to make this look believable without it looking incredibly CGI heavy and bad at that? But I actually was pleasantly surprised, and the menacing nature of Ursula was there. I was convinced. Yeah, we don't really see her a lot, but we didn't see her in the first one a lot. So that's probably my biggest issue with this film, is the fact that, yeah, like I said, it's 2 hours and 15 minutes long. It's almost an hour longer than the original, and yet it's exactly the same story. There is really not a lot of difference. In fact, they cut a lot of the original out. So how have they managed to do that? They've cut certain songs out. Yeah, sure, they've added a few more in, but that's the other issue I'll get onto. But the fact that they've cut out a lot of plot points from that first movie, like the, the chef scene, that's gone. The opening number on the boat and with all the different mermaids, that's gone. Right, we have a little glimpse of them. And we get different scenes, but the songs are cut out, which is kind of controversial because they decided we're going to have Lin-Manuel Miranda come in to kind of uh, freshen up the songs and also put a few new ones in there. Now, don't get me wrong, I absolutely love Lin-Manuel Miranda and I love what he's able to do, especially with Disney, okay? The Disney movies that he's been involved in, I love. Moana and Encanto, fantastic. And there's definitely one song in particular that is 100% a Lin song. And it's, it, I mean, it's fine, it's okay. I don't like the way that it's performed by Aquafina, and I don't like the way that it fits into the movie, so I was kind of left feeling a little bit cold by that, as well as some of the other new songs, which Prince Eric has a song, and I don't remember him having a song in the original. So Jonah Howard King plays Prince Eric. It was going to be played by Harry Styles, think we may have dodged a bullet there <laughs> but yeah he's he's okay i think he was believable enough as prince eric uh javier bardem as king triton though no absolutely not i don't know how but they managed to get a better performance out of javier bardem in lyle lyle crocodile and he sings in that he doesn't sing in this maybe that's what was missing but yeah just something about his performance didn't work and it was kind of sad because when the film started i was thinking this is actually a lot better than i thought it was going to be there's a really nice tracking shot early on that takes you through the depths of the sea and i was thinking yeah that's good right i like that shot i like the cgi i think it's exploring in a nice way and it's showing us that under the sea it can be beautiful it can be kind of intimidating because there's a shark scene which is pretty much a shot for shot remake of the original and yeah, it just looked good. It looked better than I expected. And then as soon as Javier Bardem came into it and he started delivering bad lines in a bad manner and the CGI blending him with a mermaid fin or merman fin and then Sebastian the crab and everything kind of interacting with each other, it just seemed to be a lot of, we don't have any clear art direction going on here, so we're going to have everything possible, and it doesn't really blend well together. And then it kind of gets even worse as soon as Flounder comes into it, who is soulless to look at, and then Aquafina as Scuttles, the, the bird, she's just chilling underwater for a lot of it. Now, I have read that it's a diving bird or something, so it can, uh, it can actually swim underwater but i don't think it can talk i don't think it should be able to talk underwater uh yeah there's something wrong about that but it's just kind of funny i guess it's it's stupid okay it's silly you know if you're gonna believe a mermaid you should believe the fact that this bird can survive and talk and sing underwater but i just don't frankly uh, and then the action sequence with the shark that is a mess right it is so dark you cannot see a single thing that's going on and i know people are going to say oh it's not actually as darkly lit as people are saying it is it is all right trust me it's badly lit for that sequence as well as the shipwreck that's quite poorly lit as well uh, but i get you know i get that it's set at night time and it's in the ocean so there's not going to be a source of light fair enough but 
Avatar. Okay, you look at Avatar The Way of Water and how that was able to transform all the underwater sequences to make it look like characters were almost floating in space because it was so lifelike and so just magical. Now, I could just say Avatar is to blame for why this movie isn't as good as it probably could have been, right? If this film had been released a year ago, I might have said it's very, very good. But because it's coming out after Avatar and it's a remake of a film I don't think needs a remake anyway, I, I just didn't like it, okay? I didn't dig it. I, I think some of the elements worked. Halle Bailey at the centre of it, trust me, she's fantastic. I'm not 100% sold on her acting just yet, but I think her voice is just spellbinding, and part of your world, the way she sings that is ridiculous. Goosebumps every time. Uh, a very, very, very beautiful portrayal of Ariel. I think she was terrific. I'm not too sure how I feel about a certain element they've done, because obviously she loses her voice, so I was thinking, are they really going to have Halle Bailey as this good a singer not sing throughout the rest of the film? And the answer is no. The answer is no, they do not. They have ways of doing it, and some of it works very, very nicely in the sense that you feel the loss, you feel the, the emotional impact of not having a voice and being unable to speak up, right? So I, I respect that. I like the differences they've done there. But there is not a lot of added content in this film to warrant, uh, to warrant choosing it over the original, because I know it's going to tell exactly the same story, it's exactly the same outcome, some of it is exactly shot for shot, same lines, same delivery, same camera shots, everything is just the same, but it doesn't work quite as well, it just doesn't seem to land for the most part, and I think that is because the original is so iconic, but in regards to the other live-action Disney films they've done, I, I don't think it's my favourite by any means. I much prefer at least Beauty and the Beast, uh, The Jungle Book, and Aladdin. I think Aladdin is severely underrated because you look at how that had a much more distinctive art style to it because Guy Ritchie was directing it. Rob Marshall directs The Little Mermaid, and he's a fine director, okay? He knows how to do musicals. He did Mary Poppins Returned, he did Into the Woods, and Chicago. And by no means is this a poorly directed film. It's just, it's lacking a spark. Right, it's severely lacking a spark, even though Halle Bailey is doing her absolute best to try and be that spark. And if I was feeling a lot more generous, I would say that she she kind of saves the film. Uh, I just don't see myself watching it again, especially at the cinema. I'd much rather wait until it's on Disney+, Plus. but yeah, it's just, it's ultimately forgettable for the most part. Like, I cannot remember a single new song. I can remember her performance, I can remember feeling a certain way during her portrayal of Ariel, and if I am being perfectly honest, I think she might very well be the best live-action portrayal of a Disney princess so far, because look, I love Emma Watson in Beauty and the Beast, and I think Naomi Scott did a great job as Jasmine in Aladdin, but I, I do think that Halle Bailey just has the edge ever so slightly, because of just how good her renditions are of certain songs, and yeah, she's a star. She's a star in the making. I hope she has a very successful career moving on from this because, yeah, it's going to make money. It's going to make a lot of money. It's going to be popular for sure. But it's just not a fantastic movie, in all honesty. And I wish it was, right? It tries to be very similar to the original. But you've got to understand, there's so much more life and so much more fun to be had with an animated film because the ways in which you can be so much more exaggerative in animated is is unparalleled you cannot have the same impact in live action so you know i've just got a question why do they keep making these films why don't they if anything just update the animation just have something you know 3d animated similar to frozen or encanto that sort of thing just have it mind-blowingly gorgeous to look at 
and it's going to hold up because I guarantee this movie is not going to hold up well at all because not only does it look kind of weak in comparison to other water-based films such as Avatar 2, as soon as Avatar 3 comes out and even Aquaman at the end of the year possibly, I think people are going to be looking back on it and thinking, oh, this is awful. It's a risk, but it's a cash grab. So I don't really have any sympathy towards Disney for this because they don't need to make it, but they're choosing to because they want to make more money. So yeah, I'm all for representation. And I think, you know, expanding the horizons of what it means to be a mermaid and a merman and all that jazz. You know, it doesn't have to be just a white character at the center of these movies all the time. I don't mind the fact that they're changing it up and making it more appealing to today's society, but... I do have an issue with them doing it purely to make money. So ultimately, The Little Mermaid, maybe I'll watch it again if I'm feeling like there is nothing else on, but there is something else on, Fast X. Go and watch Fast X. Or go and watch Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I almost said it into, but the new one is coming out soon. So yeah, I just recommend other films over this and wait until it's on Disney+. Plus. But if anything, I've got to give it some credit. It was a little bit better than I anticipated. If, you, if you're interested, go and check it out, sure, but just watch the original because it's an hour shorter. And it's the same movie. So with that, I've been Kieran. This has been The Little Mermaid. Are we going to get a sequel? You know what? We actually might, and that wouldn't be too bad because I think what this film is missing is a very, very strong finale. And I think with the sequel, it might be able to do that because the ending just left me extremely cold. Right? I really didn't like the ending at all. The performances were bad. The, the, the Just the general awkwardness, something about it wasn't right. And I was just cringing in the cinema. So yeah, it needs... You know what it needs, and this is probably a mild spoiler. If you don't listen, then just skip this bit, but it needed a big, strong final number. All right, there is no big song and dance at the end. It's just an uplifting score. But if you're trying to differentiate from the original film, and yet you don't take the opportunity to one-up the original ending, it's just kind of a mess, right? It's just a missed opportunity. So yeah, that's my opinion on The Little Mermaid. I hope you've enjoyed. Let me know what you think about the film if you go and watch it. And until next time, I've been Kieran and I shall speak to you in the very next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.